Here we go! Hi everyone, and welcome to the very first episode of The Rec Room. I'm your host, Ben, and in the next 10 minutes or less, I'm going to take you through all of my recommendations and reviews of movies and TV that I've seen this week. Typically, it's going to be new releases, but every now and then we'll dive into my pretty long watch list. This week, we've got Megan, Troll, Love Lizzo, RuPaul's Drag Race, and my favorite of the week, The Pale Blue Eye. Timestamps for each of those are going to be in the description. Let's get into it. So first up, we have Megan. Uh, now, Megan did go viral on TikTok uh, and several other social media platforms with the dancing robot scene, uh, and that's pretty much a summation of the movie. Uh, the trailers give you exactly what the movie is going to be, um, and it delivers that in spades. It's incredibly campy. Um, it doesn't take itself too seriously. It really, really leans into the absurdity of the movie at several points, uh, and it actually makes for uh, some pretty genuinely funny moments. Uh, for example, um, there's a scene with a robot singing a child to sleep with Sia's titanium, uh, and that is pretty much the movie in a nutshell. Uh, it is more suspense than horror. There's not a ton of um, violence and blood in the movie, uh, and I'm assuming that is going to be because of the PG-13 rating. Uh, we don't see a lot of that gore. Uh, it's just more implied. Um, but overall, it's really a lot of fun. Uh, the movie is a pretty heavy-handed metaphor for the use of technology in childcare. Um there's a couple spots where the metaphor is like, womp, here it is. Uh, but it doesn't really interfere with how enjoyable this movie is. I think it's a good time. Um, go check it out. My only one gripe with it is that in every PG-13 movie, uh, they do get one F-bomb. And I just wish this one had been used to a little bit greater effect. But uh, overall, it's great. Check it out. Next up, we have a Netflix release called Troll from the tail end of 2022. Um, unfortunately for this movie... I cannot help but compare it to another movie that's on Netflix from 2010 called Troll Hunter. Uh, and I say it's unfortunate because that 2010 movie is significantly better than this one. Uh, Troll here, the 2022 movie, uh, it's an action film that takes itself pretty seriously, uh, but the dialogue is clunky, uh, the characters are very flat, the special effects are great, um, but it really fails to build any stakes. Uh, nothing really feels super important in this movie. Uh, it really sees itself as a sort of Hollywood movie monster kaiju film like Godzilla, just with a Nordic overlay. Uh, and the reason why I say it's not as good as the 2010 film is that the 2010 one um, is a found footage film that really stays low to the ground and it's more ingrained in the lore and the mythology surrounding trolls uh, in the Nordic area of the world. And I think it leans into it and uses it to much better effect uh, than this one that just came out at the end of last year. Uh, so I would say that this movie, Troll, uh, is definitely skippable. And if for whatever reason you're really itching to watch a uh, a Nordic film about trolls and that mythology, check out the 2010 one. 
Love Lizzo, uh, an HBO Max documentary, uh, is a really lovely little look into uh, into Lizzo's process, her backstory, all that kind of stuff. Um, Lizzo is one of my favorite artists, uh, and she's really genuine in her communications with her fans, uh, and that shows in this documentary. Uh, it goes through her origin, you know, where she came from, uh, but it mostly focuses on her uh, latest album, Special, uh, on her journey to making that album. Um, I loved listening to her talk about what music means to her and how impactful it's always been in her life. Um, beyond that, uh, there's not really much new information uh, or anything new to add to Lizzo's story that we get from this documentary, but if you're a fan of hers, which I definitely am, it's a nice peek behind the curtain uh, of this powerhouse uh, that Lizzo became in just the past couple years. Uh, so definitely check it out. HBO Max also has a Lizzo concert uh, that they just put up, so could be a nice double feature. I would, of course, be remiss if I did not mention the return of the mainline Drag Race series. Uh, now, it's season 15. Uh, there are 16 queens, which is four more than there's ever been before. The prize is $200,000, which is 50 grand more than it's ever been. Um, and there are a lot of really young queens that have come up almost exclusively through social media. And I found that really interesting because it's a direct result of COVID uh, on this world. Uh, you, these queens had no way to try to garner a following or enter this community through clubs and uh, bars because those venues weren't open uh, during COVID. They were not able to use those venues to join the community and so they turned to social media uh, which was their only avenue and some of them were very very successful with that uh, so it's interesting to see this different skill set now being joined with the traditional drag skill set of performing in nightclubs and bars so far the format is very much the same most folks at this point know if they like drag race or not but it's always going to get a positive recommendation from me uh, it airs fridays at 8 p.m on mtv one of my biggest gripes with the show, however, is its distribution and accessibility. I really wish that World of Wonder would figure out how to get this consistently on either the same streaming service, on the same channel, because it is annoying as a fan of the series to have to figure out what streaming service it's going to be on this year, whether I can watch it live, whether I have to watch it the next day, so on and so forth. Uh, but I could do a whole other podcast on that. I just wish they would figure it out. Now, to round out this week's Rec Room, uh, it is my favorite of the week, The Pale Blue Eye. This is a Netflix release that just dropped earlier this week. Uh, it is a fantastically quiet and atmospheric murder mystery set in the wintertime at West Point Military Academy all the way back in 1830. Um, the sound design is really top-notch. It's beautifully shot. Uh, it features gorgeous views of the Hudson Valley in upstate New York. Uh, the cast is absolutely stacked with a lot of faces you're probably going to recognize, including several British stars doing their best American accents, some more successfully than others. Um, Harry Melling, who you might know as Dudley Dursley from the Harry Potter movies, plays a young Edgar Allan Poe during his military days, and he's stellar throughout, even though his accent falters uh, quite a bit. Uh, Christian Bale is uh, the main detective in this movie. He's incredible. I always love watching him on screen. Uh, he plays a really awesome, gruff sort of private citizen brought into um, a government 
conspiracy almost. Uh, they're, they're trying to use him to figure out what's going on at West Point. Um, the movie is interesting in that it succeeds both in telling a murder mystery, but it also gives us this historically fictitious origin story for Edgar Allan Poe. Uh, so it's kind of cool to see Harry Melling playing him throughout and watching him draw inspiration for what we know is going to be his future work. Um, hang in there through the hard right turn that this movie takes into sort of an occult backdrop uh, because it does end up leading to one of my favorite sort of endings and that is one that changes everything that you saw before it. So everything leading up to this ending changes once you have seen the ending. Uh, so it's really, really great. I suggest checking it out. And that is on Netflix. And that wraps up this week's Rec Room. Thanks for joining me, guys. If you like what you hear, uh, make sure to subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts. Uh, and if you are so inclined, leave a review. It uh, it really does help. Uh, if you have questions or recommendations of your own, the Rec Room is on Instagram at recroom.pod. And the inbox is always open. Have a great week, and I'll see you next time on the Rec Room.